Well, here I am. On Interstate 72 headed east. A road I've never been on. At least I don't think I've ever been on this road. Headed east. I just crossed into Missouri. I am in Hannibal, Missouri. Now, if I'm not mistaken, and I very well could be, I'd have to double check this, which I probably won't. But if anybody knows, let me know. But wasn't it Hannibal? Oh, Mark Twain Historic District next exit. I'll be damned. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was a Mark Twain reference in there somewhere. So as I'm going by Hannibal, Missouri, there is the exit for Mr. Samuel Clemens, Mark Twain, historical district, badass wordsmith, if there ever was one. Get down, Connecticut Yankee, and King Arthur's Court. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's one of my favorites. I love the book. It's rather dark, actually. It's a rather dark book. You know, the Bing Crosby version of that movie was very lighthearted. But the, the movie was comical and whatever, but the book was just dark as all hell. Hello Central. Uh, that was the name of his daughter. I think that was the name of his daughter. Hello Central. That was the name that was when he named her. Or that's what his wife named her and she didn't know what the hell it was. So here we are at Mississippi River. We are just boom, there it is, Mississippi River. You can probably tell the greatness that is excluding is coming from me. Couldn't think of the right word there. As I'm going across mighty Mississippi, and now we are in, boom, Illinois. I guess we were in Missouri the whole time. I'm not, you know, I'll be damned. I'm not really sure where the damn state lines are around here. But anyway, we are now in Illinois. So we're getting there. We're almost home. Still not gonna be enough time to go home though. A little ticked off about that, but yeah, what are you gonna do? Just the way it is. We gotta have their shit. Gotta ride this train while I can. And there is the welcome to the land of Lincoln. Land of Loyal Lincoln. Five million mile driver who they're gonna celebrate today. What a badass. Alright, now we're in Illinois. This is about exciting as it gets. Except, sadly, Indy. There is... There's cloud cover. All I see is clouds. I haven't seen one meteorite yet. I'm really, truly bummed. The meteorites are like my favorite thing. Absolutely one of my favorite things out here. And I have the most beautiful view of the night sky. But sadly, it's cloud covered and I don't see any stars at all. And that is sad. Maybe I'll get lucky and see a few before the night's over. I hope so. I really do enjoy the night sky. Anyway, I'm gonna go. It's been a long day. It's been a long, been a long, been a long, been a long day. How to succeed in business. Not really trying. That's where that's from. Anyway, it's been a long day. Very long and productive day. And this stupid electronic logging device keeps blanking out on me. It's really pissing me off. It won't register this truck. 
I don't even know what to think. I think this electronic logging that we're all being getting shoved down our throats is gonna gonna really set us back. So huge Abraham Lincoln National Area. It's just a nightmare. I'm just rambling now. So I guess I'll let you go. I only got 30 seconds left anyway. Be strong. From Hannibal, Missouri, now in Illinois. But Hannibal. Hannibal, Missouri. Hey, King. I'm just listening to your segment uh, on visibility and uh, driving, and I'm tired. I've been dog sitting all day and waiting for someone to come home. So I can actually get some sleep. Anyway, so you're talking about vis visibility. Um, that all makes sense. However, is your visibility better because you're higher? Um, your trucks, I think it's called cab, um, is higher than the rest of us people driving cars? Um, I would think so. Um, is that why? Or is it because you have those... Oh, jeez. Or is it because you have those two, uh, that uh, windshield, and you do keep it clean and stuff like that? So, anyway, oh, I hope this makes sense. And sorry if it doesn't. I am extremely dead to the world right now, and I'm waiting for this person to come home so I can actually get some sleep. All right. Sarah, first off, happy birthday. Can't say it enough. Oh, and by the way, I didn't realize that that Laura Lynn song wasn't a happy, happy birthday song. I, uh, when I picked it, I didn't listen to the whole thing. And then I re-listened to it, and I'm like, oh my god, that's like some crazy breakup song. Who would have thought a happy birthday song was a crazy breakup song? No, it's a combination. It's a combination of being higher than everybody else, because I'm above all their slush, the cars, all the crap, I'm, I'm above all that stuff. And also, because I'm like, oh, I don't know, 10 feet in the air, I guess. I'm not sure exactly how far it is from eyesight to, to the ground level, but about 10 feet or so. The height of the truck is 13.6. So I'm about, yeah, about 10 feet up in the air. Um, yeah, I'd say it's the height of the truck, so the angle, and I can see what's around me better. Plus, I have a lot, yeah, I can see what's behind me better with my mirrors. Also, um, also these windows. These windows in front of me are huge. Uh, I don't know how big they are, but they're quite large. I do try to keep them clean, but they do get kind of messy. There's times during the winter when it can get so bad that I'm literally looking through like a little tiny speck, you know, or I'm, or it's not unheard of. I've had it happen a few times. Brian rolled down the window and stick my head out the window to make sure it was, uh, you know, I could see. The scariest thing, is when you get that, and the guys from Canada will know what I'm talking about, and the guys from the Midwest, is you get this slushy type snow, and it's very, it's very light. It blows around very easily, and when it, it doesn't really stick to anything, and what happens is, it'll get on the highway, and then somebody will hammer down, you know, they're doing like 70, and you're doing like 50, or like 45 even, or 40. And when they hit that shit, it's like one billowing cloud of snow they kick up. 
And when they do, you can't see anything and you lose complete sight for, oh, I don't know, 30 seconds, 15 to th 15 seconds, 45 seconds, something like that. And there's only, there's only a few things you can do. You can look off to your left and your right and try to find a reference point and then try to steer by that, like steer by a guardrail, make sure you don't run off the road, things like that. And then the other thing you do is as you're looking at this, the guardrail, you go, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Now by the time you get to six or seven oh shits, hopefully the, the layer will calm down and then you'll be able to see where you're going. But you'll, you'll be completely blacked out. But what helps with that is that you make sure, when you because you know it's going to happen, you look ahead of you and you try to figure out what the trip is. And then you just guide yourself by the guide rails. Quite a few times during the winter, you'll be going down the roads there and you're not even really sure where the road is. All you know is you can kind of see the basic outline of the road. And the only way you can really tell where the road is is by the little uh, the little sticks sticking out of the ground on each side and they'll have a little reflector on there and if you're lucky the reflector will be sticking out of the snow and you just have to stick between them then what you do is you know if you go too far to the left you'll hit the rubble strips you go too far to the right you'll hit the rubble strips um, usually if you're out here by yourself it's not that big a deal because you can just slide and glide all the way through but people are passing you, you don't, you know, you want to give them as much room as possible. You try to get over to the right, and then you just hit the rubble strips, and then just kind of skirt them a little bit. Hit it, back off, hit it, back off, hit it, back off. That way you know you're, st you're staying stable in the lane. Uh, you don't want to run off the road by, all, by any means. Nothing worse than that. I've never done it myself. But it can happen someday. I've come close. You know, it doesn't matter how long you've been driving. It doesn't matter how good you are. The road, when it's iced up, does not care. If it's icy and you're doing something stupid, you're gonna pay a price. And you don't wanna pay that price. So if you go fast when it's icy out, if you win, you'll gain maybe half an hour, hour out of the day. If you lose, you might lose everything. It's not worth it to take those chances. It's best to stay safe. I hope that answers your question, and happy birthday. Well, I'm here in Chicago. They just awarded Mr. Lincoln his 5 million mile award. He's got his own truck. Beautiful truck. It's got his name on his side. It's his 5 million miler. It's got the company logo. Nice trailer. Trailer's going into the fleet. It'll be all over the country. They got a photographer here taking photos. She's pretty hot. Funniest thing is the photographer is the prettiest person here. Let's see what else. There's cops here all over the place. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. The state troopers. President of the company. Well, that's a big deal. I wish I wasn't so tired. I'm more enthusiastic, but more enthused than I really, than I sound, because I'm tired. And uh, all the office people are actually dressed up for once. Which is kind of unusual. This is not a dress-up kind of place. They gave out 50 baby seats to the Illinois State Troopers. You know, even flow safety seats. I don't, I don't know what they do with them, but they're going to give them that. Every, for every 100,000 miles, they got one seat. So that's 50 seats. That's pretty cool. 
And we got barbecue. What more could you ask for? But apparently there's only three five million milers in the company. And I guess some guy just hit six million. I don't even know who that is. Somebody hit six million. But uh, there's two here at this place. Or sorry, not not here at this terminal. The other one's in Pennsylvania. The second guy here has got four million miles. Number two on the board. Looks like uh, he's going to be number two for a while. So it's going to be an interesting day. I'm going to go get some barbecue. Oh, looks like the big wigs are deserting the house. They ran, gave the award, and they're on their way. So here we are, traveling, stuck at the terminal. I think I'll leave at seven tomorrow morning. I'm more, enth- I really am more enthusiastic than this. I'm just tired. So this will be interesting. So I'm looking at the tractor, trailer. President of the companies here, big wigs from the union, people I'm not sure who they are, bunch of suits, pretty exciting stuff. Oh, oh, tickets, tickets, barbecue. So, this is pretty interesting. Where'd Mr. Lincoln go? Oh, he's still over there by the truck. They're taking a bunch of pictures. The cops are taking pictures with the baby seats. It's pretty interesting. Big accomplishment, big deal. In this world, five million is a huge number. A very large number. Oh, our terminal manager, Trester, he's even in a suit. Jeez, I didn't know it, I almost didn't recognize him. Pretty amazing stuff. Oh, people are sitting in the tractor. Oh, Mr. Lincoln, as if, as if he didn't get enough tractor time. <laughs> he crawled into the tractor. Uh, that's funny. Oh, my goodness. Good times. Uh, I'm inside the... I'm talking straight into the phone, so if you hear a lot of static, that's what it is. We're in the garage. It's a pretty big place. I guess it's the biggest open space we have here. It's pretty cold outside, probably about 20-something degrees. I'm not sure... Oh, I see. The photographer's going to take some photos. They're moving the speakers from the podium. That's pretty interesting. I don't know. It's amazing how many bigwigs are here, though. They clean the place up. Normally, it's not this nice in here. This is where I get my... Right now is where I'm currently standing is where I usually get the trailers fixed. If there's any problems... So the mechanics are all sitting around because they can't do anything until they, everybody's gone. But I don't think they're upset about it. It's pretty interesting. Oh, let's go see what the line is. Oh, still big line at the barbecue. A little too long. In fact, I might even not stay. I can't believe how many people are here. Well, it's probably over 500 easy. I'm not really sure. I've never seen this many people in the yard before. But then again, I've never been in an event this big. So, it's a big deal. I'm trying to think of something to say, but I can't think of anything because I'm so tired. All right. Oh, I didn't notice it. There's a big banner on the other wall. 
Five million miles, Roy Lincoln, Chicago, Illinois, YRC Freight. Big, huge banner. Banner's probably, I don't know, 50 feet long, 30 feet tall. Pretty cool. Well, I'll get Lincoln to talk one of these days on here, but I think I'll have to wait until after... Uh, I think I'll wait until uh, we're in a driver's room or something. He's too busy doing his thing over there. and This is definitely his day, so very cool. Very cool indeed. Okay, I'm still here in the yard. I'm stuck here till tomorrow because we don't leave out till 7 in the morning. But I just had lunch, and I, you know, I went and talked to Rich Alley, who's number two on the board, and I talked to... Royal Lincoln, I should have recorded it, but anyway, I was talking to the two men, I see them all the time, but they were together, and that's something you don't see too often, because it's such a big place, anyway, Mr. Royal Lincoln has 5 million miles, Mr. Rich Alley has 4 million miles, Rich started in 1977, Royal started in 1970, and I thought to myself, holy shit, between these two men, they have 9 million miles with no accidents. 9 million miles. Totally blown away by this. And then I said, I said, it's amazing. I said to, to Royal, I said, it's, it's so fantastic. It's, his wife was sick, so she couldn't come. I said, it's too bad your wife couldn't make it. I, I said, you know, I'm sure a lot of this has to do with her support. Because back in the 70s and 80s, you know, there was no you know, long distance phone calling was expensive and things like that. And, you know, it's just not that good. So he's like, yeah, I've been married 50 years. And I'm like, holy shit. And I said, and Rich Alley goes, and I've been married 50 years also. And I went, oh my God, screw the 9 million miles at this table. These two men, and I said it really loud. These two men have been married for a combined 100 years. <laughs> Which, I mean, think about it. Two guys sitting at the same table. They're both buddies. And they're colleagues in the same industry. They, Between the two of them, they have 9 million miles and 100 years of marriage. 100 years. That's amazing. That's just amazing. You know, it's, and you know, most people it won't mean that much to them, I guess, because they don't really understand what it's like to do this kind of thing. But nine million miles and 100 years of marriage between these two men. What a statistic is that? I mean, who, how often are you going to find two guys that know each other that have, a, you know, they've been, you know, they've been married to their wives for that long and they're happy about it? And here's the other thing this is the thing that really blew me away. They gave Royal a brand new Kenworth. I mean, this thing, it's a single man truck because he doesn't do teams. This thing is beautiful. I mean, it is absolutely, a lot of chrome. It's got his name on the side. They got a huge trailer. The trailer will go out in the system. It'll be all over the place. But the system, you know, it's got his name on it. It's 5 million miler, the whole bit. You know, they, they decorated the whole side of the track, the trailer. It's, it's really nice. Anyway, the tractor is I mean, it's glam. This place is not glam. Our tractors are not pretty. All right? These things are glam. This thing they gave Royal was glam. And I said, oh, I bet you can't wait to drive that thing. And he said, 
in, in a, you know, this is the part that blew me away. He said, no. He goes, I'm not taking it. I go, what? I said, would you find something better? He goes, no, I'm going to keep my old Volvo. I said, you're keeping the Volvo? I mean, the piece of shit Volvo? You know? And I, I, I said, how, how, what year is that? He goes, it's nine years old. It's comfortable. I know it. You know, I got all the, I, I got great visibility in it. You know, and he's really, I guess he's short, so he likes the Volvo. I'm kind of short myself. And I'm like, holy crap. You know, I mean, I think that says a lot about this man's character. That instead of the glitz and the glam, he's going for, you know, what he knows what works for him and, and what's comfortable for him. And at his age, why not? And I said, well, are you going to retire? Because, you know, quite honestly, it wouldn't break my heart if he did. Because, you know, I get to move up a, a spot. But, uh, no. He said he's not going to retire. He said he enjoys driving too much. He said he's going to go for six million miles. Six million miles. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I think that's fantastic. But can you retire? I want to move up. <laughs> I just want to move up. But, you know, so he's not going to retire. But that's okay. As long as the man's happy. But, you know, 100 years of marriage. Now that, that's an accomplishment. Between the two men. Wow. As Indy says, give those men a cookie. Alright. I think I'm going to lay down. Sitting here in Chicago Heights. I gotta take a nap. It's still a little chilly. I'm gonna just hang out here in the truck. It's parked. Nobody knows I'm here. I'll just crash out. Here's the thing. If anybody wants to call, do a call in. Like I get a couple yesterday. And you know, here's the deal. I I love to do those things. I think they're fun. Um, it breaks the monotony up when I'm traveling. But if I'm in an area or I know that the signal is going to be bad and I'm going to lose the call. Um, you know, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm just going to go ahead and hit the claim right away because it's not going to sound good. I'm going to drop the call because I'm traveling and it just doesn't sound good. So if you call me, and usually I'm up at night, 3 in the afternoon to 3 in the morning, uh, if anybody does that, you know, I, I have no problem. It does not bother me because if I'm not, you know, you can't interrupt me. Let's put it that way. Because if I'm doing something, I'll just turn the phone off or I'll just hit decline if I'm in a bad area. So, but if I hit decline, don't feel bad. Don't feel that I don't want to talk to you because believe me, it's one thing I can do is talk. It's just that I don't think that I'm going to have a good signal or maybe I got a scale coming up or something. And I just don't want to waste your time. You know, I want you to, you know, if you're going to do, you want to do a talk, I want to do it the best one I can do for you guys. So, like I said, if I, if you hear me hit the client, don't feel bad. It's just that I'm not in a good calling area and I just don't want to mess up your show. So that's all I got. I'm rambling. It's what I do best. It's, I'm a rambling man. Ramble all the time. All over the world. I know I can't sing, but it's fun anyway. Alright, I'm going to lay down. I'll talk to you guys later.